Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Extreme Extras. It's pretty funny, I'm uploading so many of these in such a short span of time. Maybe it's just because it's novel and it's fun to do. Anyway, today I want to talk about consciousness. Um, yeah, it's a pretty interesting topic to me and consciousness has always been something that intrigues me and many other psychologists. So um, let me start off by defining consciousness. So if you do a quick Google search, it will say that consciousness is the state of being aware of and responsive to one's surroundings. Another definition is that it's the condition of being mentally awake and active. So essentially it's just being aware of your surroundings or aware of what's happening to you. Like, like not in aware as in like, uh, I poke you and I, I know you, and you know that I'm, you're being poked. It's more like um, being able to criticize what you're doing uh, and being alert. You know when you're engaged in something um, and you're able to understand why you are engaged in something, that's akin to being conscious, right? Um, so I think one way to look at it is that uh, animals aren't conscious. In some sense, they're just reacting to the things that are around them. They're, they're just going by their instincts, um, their animal instincts, uh, kind of drive them to do what they do, eat food, hunt for food, run away from danger, these kind of things. And we have these instincts built into ourselves as well. But I think consciousness is where we are able to uh, see these instincts and recognize that they are instincts and have the capacity to, uh, well, undermine them or agree with them or basically be aware that these things are going on. And the fact that we have the ability to choose not to follow these instincts is akin to um, the level of consciousness that we have that is above the animals. So the thing I want to talk about today is consciousness in relation to humans and the points in time when we are not conscious. So one very exa uh, obvious example of when we're not conscious is when we're asleep, right? If you go to sleep or you take anesthesia and you um, go to sleep, right? You're obviously not conscious. You can't, you're not aware of what's going on. Um, you don't really, you, you can't respond either. And so you would say that the person is unconscious. Um, another example of uh, somebody who's like that is somebody who's in a vegetative state, right? He, he maybe, uh, and I'm referring to the mind here, not like um, the body. You know, maybe his mind is active, but he um, can't respond to anything and he's not aware. Um, you could say this for a toddler, a baby, for example. You wouldn't say that a baby is conscious, right? Because a baby is very much just following his instincts doing uh, what a baby does, right? The baby definitely isn't criticizing his own actions, thinking about why he's doing what he's doing. Essentially, he's just doing, right? So the first thing about consciousness that I want to explore is when exactly do we become conscious? Because there has to be a transition period from being an infant where you are not conscious in the definition that we just outlined to being conscious in the way a, a teenager is, like, you know, at least being aware of some things, and then finally being fully conscious as an adult or a young adult. Right? There has to be some difference, and the question is, where is this difference? And I think you can take a look at your own life and see when exactly in your life did you become conscious of your own actions. Right? When did you suddenly become aware of what you were doing? Uh, when did you become critical of the actions that you were doing and maybe how it was perceived by others or why you were doing these things? I think for me, um, one of the big turning points was in sex three. I don't exactly know what happened, but it felt like it was the first time that my eyes were truly opened to something. Uh, before that, in well, from sex two and beyond, 
it felt like I was just going through the motions, right? Just doing, well, just doing what a normal hu- human being does, listening to his parents, eating his food, enjoying his time, studying, just being, just doing what I was told. And in some sense, I wasn't conscious from sec two and beyond. I, I wouldn't say I'm, I was conscious of what I was doing in the same manner as I am conscious right now, being critical of what I'm doing, being aware, uh, making actual decisions. Um, yeah. So that's one level of consciousness that I'm, you know, I'm very curious to explore. Um, the next, next level of consciousness, I wouldn't say it's level, maybe it's more like a type of consciousness, is the consciousness that um, can be switched off even as you're an adult. Not the sleeping kind, but more of the uh, autopilot brain kind. So we see now in society because there are things like, you know, there's, there's things like social media and with the advent of such expedient apps like TikTok and Instagram Reels and um, YouTube Shorts. We see now that people can become completely engrossed in, well, something as mindless as scrolling TikTok. And the question then becomes, are they conscious at that point in time? Because... I mean, you can reflect on the times that you've been unconsciously scrolling TikTok or some form of social media app. Um, time flies by really quickly. So quickly, in fact, that it almost fe- feels the same as if you were asleep. You know, it has the same kind of feeling. You, 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 you suddenly just wake up after scrolling TikTok for an hour and you're like, wow, I've been scrolling TikTok for an hour, right? And you're not really using your brain during that period of time. So I, I, I'm very inclined to liken this to essentially just being asleep, right? Daydreaming uh, is another example. It's just, well, it's, it's putting your brain on autopilot mode and then your brain isn't conscious at all. Um, yeah, and what if you could take this one step further and think, does this apply to all other instances where we are engrossed in something? Because, you know, it's easy to be critical of TikTok because it's so expedient and so mindless and degenerative. But what about something like sports or something like music? Something that your brain kind of goes on autopilot, but because you are so engrossed in it, so engaged in it, that time flies a lot more quickly. Uh, You know, when you're really engaged in a sport, time flies. When you are listening to music that you really love, time flies. These kind of things your brain isn't exactly being self-aware at that point in time. You're, you're kind of immersed in the situation, in the, t- in the moment, in the time. And, and although uh, it may not be the same thing, it really does feel like for these instances that I've outlined, your brain isn't exactly conscious. It is more going with the motion that is similar to the instinctual behavior in animals or children. And so not all forms of unconsciousness are bad. Um, and this brings me to my last point, uh, which is that there are forms of unconsciousness that are bad. So I would say, arguably, that being conscious is one of the great gifts of being human. And uh, essentially, being itself is relying on the fact that you are conscious of what you are doing, right? Because we regard death as something that's bad. And when you die, Essentially what happens is you 
lose your consciousness, right? You are no longer conscious, you're no longer aware of what's going on. So being asleep for forever would essentially be the same thing, even though it's not exactly the same thing. Being in a coma forever is just being unconscious forever. Um, likewise, being an animal would be being unconscious forever. And, you know, generally, humans try to avoid losing their consciousness forever. But let's take it to the social media aspect. If let's say I spend 90% of my day unconscious, essentially I, I go to sleep for eight hours a day, I wake up in the morning and I use my phone and I'm engrossed in this mindless scrolling through media all the way and then I listen to music and then I go play games that I'm deeply engrossed in, right? I spend 10% of the day thinking about what I'm actually doing and the rest of the day being on autopilot, right? Is this the same thing as being completely unconscious? Because it seems to me like it, it's similar and that's what scares me, you know, is that some people could be living their entire lives still unconscious. I mean, going back to the point about transitioning, maybe they never made the transition to being fully conscious, you know? And that's pretty scary to think that you could be unconscious while being conscious, if you get what I mean. So, you know, maybe just something to think about. Definitely, being engrossed in something isn't so bad, but being engrossed in the wrong things, you know, it's akin to sleeping forever, basically. Right? Who wants to spend most of their time being unconscious? So, maybe I'll come back and explore this another time, but maybe just a parting thought that maybe we should spend more of our time being conscious of what we are doing, being aware and being engaged consciously so that we can make the most of the time that we have. If not, we might as well just be sleeping forever. <laughs>